Welcome to the Radically Personal Podcast, where the people behind the most beloved brands share how they put their customers at the heart of everything they do. I'm Joseph Ancinelli, CEO of Gladly. On today's episode, we sit down with Melanie Travis, the founder and CEO of Andy, the leading direct-to-consumer online swimwear retailer. Melanie knows that for most women, buying a swimsuit is unlike any other shopping experience. When a woman is wearing a swimsuit, it's the most naked she will ever be in public. And she's forever changed the way women shop for swimwear with an experience that is radically personal. I mentioned that swimwear shopping is such a vulnerable experience. And so I wanted to create a brand that really felt like your friend, someone that you could lean on and trust and talk to. We'll dive into how Andy is more than a name. It's a brand promise that guides every customer experience. When a customer reaches out to customer support, that's such an opportunity to create an evangelist, not just make a sale, but create someone who's going to stick with the brand for life and, and be loyal and be part of our community and, and all of that. This is Radically Personal. What is always a great way to start this is actually to tell the Andy story. I would love to hear it. Sure. So I started Andy um, about three years ago. And, you know, I started it because I've just always struggled to find a swimsuit that fits well, is easy to wear, easy to shop for. It's an incredibly frustrating category. I do think it's a category that's a bit different between men and women. I think women um, experience unique pain points that men don't necessarily have with swimming. You can kind of just throw on a pair of shorts, I guess, or trunks or whatever you call them. But, you know, it's just it's just a really difficult category for women. Um, the whole shopping experience, frankly, it sucks. Uh, you have to you have to go into tiny dressing rooms and stores, uh, which are often, you know, uh, in fluorescent lighting. You have to get completely undressed to try on a swimsuit. It's an incredibly vulnerable experience. Right. Um, and I always hated that. And, and online, it's just not much better. And I just wondered why there wasn't a place that, that got it, just like a go-to destination for, for good swim that feels good, looks good, and is a sort of accessible price point. And that problem was really nagging at me for, well, for years. Um, and so so finally started Andy, at, frankly, is a thing for me and my friends. And <laughs> turns out I wasn't the only woman who right. had experienced those problems. So here we are three years later. It's been just unbelievable growth. Um, I think we hit something sort of right place, right time, right product, right category, got lucky in many ways. And uh, we've had, you know, over 600% year-over-year growth, which has just been amazing. And, and I never used to own any swimsuits because I hated shopping for them so much. Is that right? Now I have like 47 <laughs> in my closet, so that's never going to be a problem for me again. <laughs> that's great. What's the story on the name? Where does that come from? You know, I, I mentioned that swimwear shopping is such a vulnerable experience. And so I wanted to create a brand that really felt like your friend, someone that you could lean on and trust and talk to. So I wanted a name that, that felt like it could be your best friend. Andy is your best friend. You're that, that person that you can, you know, lean on her shoulder and cry or have a good laugh with or go swimsuit shopping <laughs> with. When a woman is wearing a swimsuit, it's the most naked she will ever be in public. And so and so therefore when she's shopping for a swimsuit, it's really wrapped up in a lot of sort of psychological issues and traumas and, you know, of course there's things like lingerie and you know, direct-to-consumer lingerie startups are sort of a dime a dozen right now. Um, but lingerie is quite different from swim because typically that's worn behind closed doors. Right. And so that's what I think makes swim a sort of unique challenge in the shopping experience. So when you think about that, that it is so personal, mm -hmm. how do you think about customer care, customer service, customer relationships? What's your approach to that? Because I think when you started, you took one approach and then it changed. Yeah, exactly. So 
good customer service is just a core brand pillar for us. It's really the most important thing. I do think generally that that, sh- that has to be true for anyone creating what they hope to be a sort of best-in-class brand. You need best-in-class customer support. But I think that for Swim, it, you have this, it, it's uniquely important given everything we've discussed about the shopping experience. Right. However, when we first started, I was in the mode of, okay, how do we get you know, all the expenses as sort of small as possible and the profits as big as possible. And and so I used an agency out of the Philippines for customer service, you know, a good agency. uh, And we requested only women as our agents um, because it's a woman's brand for women. I mean, frankly, it's just a lot less expensive than using um, sort of full-time agents based right here in the United States. Uh, So we were doing that. We were doing that for about a year. And I started to notice as we went into peak season that we, you know, we were spending all this money and energy and effort on creating a brand that felt like your friend, that felt like a trusted sort of advisor to you in the swim shopping experience that really resonated with women. And and that was working. Those efforts were paying off because then women were writing to us and telling us their like deepest, darkest fears about swimwear shopping, or they were telling us, they were sending us selfies of themselves, intimate selfies in their bedrooms or in their bathrooms, trying on a swimsuit, feeling insecure about it and asking what we thought because they really trusted us. Wow. When I saw that, you know, I was extremely proud that we were creating right. a brand that women trusted enough to send that. And then I was feeling like they're writing to these people in the Philippines that I've never even met right. who don't have never even like, I, I don't know them. They're they your brand advocates. And, yeah. And you don't even know. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. And I realized that that was a problem and we needed to uh, bring, we needed to put our money where our mouth is and bring customer support in-house to really, truly sort of live and breathe the brand experience. And so uh, we let go of the agency and uh, we started building up an in-house team. And now the team is basically a third of our staff and they sit right in the room with us. And um, not only does that deliver a much better customer experience for women shopping for swimsuits um, and and our customer support team are our customers also. It also helps us develop a much more robust customer feedback loop because they're sitting right there. And right. so if there's ever anything, a trend they're starting to see or, or you know, a, a particularly moving customer story, uh, they, they'll just stand up and say like, oh my God, guys, look what just happened. And, and it keeps us really close to the customer. We, so we try to create a product where women can just forget that they're wearing it and truly live in the moment and have fun. And so that sort of feeling is what we try to extend all the way through from the the first minute that before a woman even hits our website, when we're just first starting to communicate with her over social media or our paid marketing strategies, right. um, basically from the top of the funnel all the way through to like the post-purchase, uh, we want her to feel just so comfortable with us, with the product, with, with everything. You, you also talk a lot about trust and you were sort of commenting about how your customers, you know, she was sharing very intimate things. Mm -hmm. Trust is part of that. How how do you layer in that component of trust and trustworthiness? With a lot of trial and error in some cases, (laughs) um, I think it's a few different things. One is, frankly, hiring both on our customer support team, but across the entire company. We're really careful and slow and diligent with our hiring to make sure that we're hiring women who really get it. I mean, we we are our customers, so we understand the pain points and we can commiserate with women. And often we do the 
the the women on our customer support team, um, if a woman writes in and says they had this or that experience, often one of us has had that experience too, and we can sort of have a nice conversation about that. So so that's one of the ways that we work to establish trust. Um, and then really in the whole way that we do the brand, the way that we present the brand, the way that we you know come up with everything from our copy to our brand images, historically swim as is a category where women are have just been objectified in advertising and marketing. And, and still now, if you do like images.google.com and you search swimwear ads, you'll see women in skimpy bikinis on, you know, like a rocky cliffside and go by just like ridiculous <laughs> stuff that does not resonate with me or any yeah, of my friends. Right. Um, and well, so, it's just not real life. I mean, exactly. Right. We're really trying to change the conversation about swimwear shopping right. and, and show women empowered and living their best lives and right. not objectifying at all in any way. Yeah, that's, that's great. And so we put fit at the at the really forefront and invest a lot in, in developing suits that that really fit well across many different body types. And because we've developed such an expertise in good fitting swimsuits, we translated a lot of that knowledge sort of digitally and created a proprietary fit quiz on our website. And it's really smart and it gets smarter every time a woman uh, goes through it. So you answer a number of questions, which a lot of this is informed by our customer support team uh, that says these are common questions. And so we can feed them into the quiz. It's some basic measurements, but also like what you like to do in your swimsuit mm-hmm. and how you like to feel and, and more sort of emotional questions too. Um, and at the end of the quiz, we recommend what we believe will be the best, both the best style, color, and size uh, for you. And it's it's really smart. And often we find women will write in and say they ordered one that they wanted from the site and then one that was recommended from the Fit Quiz. And the Fit Quiz result was just much great. better. Yeah. yeah, that's great. And so we, we do a lot with that. You touched on people, mm-hmm. your team. Mm-hmm. Thinking about hiring and training, mm-hmm. like how do you take what's in your head mm-hmm. and yeah. like yeah. you sort of like, hey, here's how we want to engage with our customers. Here's how we want to treat them. Here's how we want to go and feel. How do you hire for that? How do you then train the team for that? Like, I mean, it's tough. I'll say it's it's one of the, you know, as CEO, I often say I have three jobs. One is fundraising, two is hiring, and three is managing. Um, yeah. And so hiring is something I spend a lot of time on. Um, for our customer support team, it's it's really extensive. So we want to, we, we do written tests for them. We obviously do a lot of reference checks. And what we look for is people who, understand sort of the importance of positivity, look for people who, you know, not only could have a knack for upselling, who who also really understand the importance of deepening customer connections with the brand. And when a customer reaches out to customer support, um, that's such an opportunity to create an evangelist, not just make a sale, but create someone who's going to stick with the brand for life and, and be loyal and be part of our community and understand sort of where we fit inside the market and what our true value propositions are and, and all of that. One of the things you said is... Um... You have them do written mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Tell me more about what that is. I mean, is it like a quiz or is it like just writing like how you would communicate? Like, yeah. yeah. So we'll take some common questions that we get from customers, both via email and over uh. social. And uh, some are softballs and some are trickier. And uh, and we'll, we'll put them on a, in a Word doc and we'll ask them to draft a reply. What would they say to this customer great. Um, across different channels? Because sometimes your responses can be different. So, you know, a good example would be there's a comment on, on social. How would you reply to it in a visible feed? And then what would you do if you, you know, were to DM that customer directly or that pre-customer right. and, and be able to engage longer with her. Um, so th- that's kind of what it looks like. There's usually five or six common questions and we just see what they would, how they would approach the response. Right. We need customers to understand that we're 
just a real group of women right here in the garment district of New York, and we want them to feel like they're truly part of our community, and and that it's not just some sort of anonymous internet site. That's right. Like, certainly not how we feel. Right. Know? One of the things that we thought a lot about, why part of the reason we started Gladly was this idea that the way you think about customer support historically has been like a workflow Mm -hmm, problem, mm -hmm. right? You know, someone contacts you, it Mm -hmm. creates a work item, you Mm -hmm. assign that work item to a worker, you Mm -hmm. track how long the worker did the work and you give them more work. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we have this view, especially in the world, especially direct to consumer, people Mm -hmm. are more buying online. Like this is your touch point to customers in the same way, like your best little local coffee Mm -hmm. shop, you walk in, they know who you are. Like you don't have that same experience anymore in a digital world. How do you think about support with regard to revenue, loyalty, um, they seem to be so much more important today than ever before. Oh, yeah, for sure. We have found that when women interact or when customers interact with our customer support team, they, they buy more product, they come back and buy again more frequently, and repeat is obviously an important metric for direct-to-consumer e-com. So they, they tell their friends, they repeat purchase more frequently and they have higher basket orders. That's what we want to encourage. And so we really, we do think, now we do things along the entire funnel where we encourage shoppers, potential customers to to reach out to our customer support team and engage with them because we just know from looking at the numbers that if they do, uh, they'll become a sort of brand evangelist and and frankly, just a higher value customer. But it is interesting to to get people through that mind shift Mm -hmm. about that, you know, where if you can really transform the way you think about support... Mm -hmm. We do a survey every year, this uh, consumer expectation survey. We interview like 1,500, 2,000 consumers in the U.S. and all different age groups, demographics, et cetera. And we ask them all these questions about expectations. Mm -hmm. And one of the questions was, what's more important for your decision for engaging with a brand? Is it their marketing Mm. or their support? Oh, interesting. And 75% of people said, I actually value support way more than any marketing promotion that they give to me. If they treat me well. I believe that. Yeah. I mean, we had an example just last week where a customer wrote into us um, because they wanted to return a swimsuit that they had purchased. She had just come to our site, bought a swimsuit, didn't fit or whatever the issue was and wanted to return it. And she uh, reached out to our customer support team. They were happy to process the return, but they suggested a few, they engaged with her, learned a bit about her and suggested some alternative suits that might work for her. This actually was um, maybe six months ago or so. And she got that exchange, loved her new swimsuit and has since then ordered six swimsuits from us. The last one was a couple days ago. Um, And so like, there you go. That's support creating a customer that keeps coming back and back. Yeah. You also try to drive a lot of loyalty and affinity, like upstream, Mm -hmm. like social, like just watching what what you do. And what's amazing is actually what your customers do. Mm -hmm. Talk about the impact of that. And was that like a surprise? Is that was sort of like, is that planned? Like how to think about building loyalty and affinity through social, social media, social sharing imagery, like. Yeah. So that's hugely important. Um, I would say there's sort of two pieces to that. You know, one of the best things that that I love seeing uh, online is when a woman asks a question underneath one of our ads, for example, on Facebook, uh, say like, hey, you know, ladies, what do you think of this brand? Sometimes we see it and we we wait because we know at this point that our customers will start responding and they'll just pile on and be like, oh my God, love this. And, and really they'll also, or they'll just be honest and say like, you know, I've tried three swimsuits, two of them worked really well. One of them didn't work so much. There's, I mean, there's been plenty of studies that show this, but like a, a, a peer review 
can go a lot farther right. than someone at, you know, at the company saying uh, how it is. So that's something that, that I love seeing. I remember when that started happening at BarkBox, this, there was a sort of shift. And Bark has also built such an engaged right. community. It's sort of known for that. And, and I remember when BarkBox customers would be doing that, and we would all talk about it. And when I started Andy, I was like, you know, one day I want to be the type of company where our customers are responding to other customers unprompted. No, they don't get anything out of it. They just right. really love the brand and they want to share that. Um, and now we are at that point and it's just such an unbelievably <laughs> good feeling. <laughs> so I think we've done something right. The name of the podcast is Radically Personal. Mm-hmm. Obviously, specifically for you and your whole business, it's a very personal business mm-hmm. uh, for your customers. Are there any favorite radically personal customer service experiences that you've seen happen here that you could share? We get a lot of inbound from breast cancer survivors because our suits have um, a bit more coverage than than other, or we offer styles that have more coverage than many suits that you find on the market or whatever. And so that can work well if you have recovery scars. And we've had women who, who tried the sort of word of mouth, I think it's, it's gotten around that these suits are great for recovery scars. And they'll reach out and say, you know, which suit do you recommend? Which style do you recommend? We've had a lot of interactions where maybe the first style that they selected didn't quite work or didn't cover what they wanted to cover. And by the way, that's not to say that we encourage covering scars, but they'll write to us and we'll recommend suits that we now know work well for different types of scarring. And those interactions always turn into just really such heartwarming, frankly, like ongoing friendships um, where women feel like they've really been helped beyond just buying a swimsuit, but being able to sort of talk about what's happened to them. And they, yes, they become customers for life and they buy more and more swimsuits, which is great. But more importantly than that, it's it's developing these really meaningful connections right. um, with women. And if you're having a bad day at Andy and you want to feel good, you literally just scroll through that Love for Andy Slack channel and it is the best thing in the world. One of our employees yesterday posted a, a screenshot of an email that a woman had written where she'd had a number of back and forth with uh, someone on our team. And it started with an exchange and then we'd helped her with a few different issues and then she had uh, said that she's just been diagnosed with cancer and she's Mm -hmm. going through chemo I think someone sent her some a bunch of sort of a a nice package of free things including we have these water bottles that stay cold and there was some back and forth about water I, I was not in the email but the final email that was screenshot was the woman saying I just wanted to thank you so much for this experience. I haven't told many people, including my closest friends, that I've been diagnosed with cancer. I've only told you, like, being able to talk to a customer support person who's going above and beyond their job about my condition has been the most therapeutic thing I can do. And I, like, couldn't believe it. You know, like, we've created this brand and this team where we're helping women way beyond just their swimsuit purchase. Um, That was just, like, really incredible. But going back to, you know, the beginning where we were talking about your goals and Andy being your best friend. Exactly. Tell me about the first time you saw someone in an Andy swimsuit. 
The first time I saw someone in an Andy swimsuit was uh, the highlight of my entire year, possibly my life. Um, <laughs> so, is your wife going to listen to this? I just, oh, I, oh I, yeah. <laughs> I think she'd agree. I I would not stop talking about it the entire trip. We'd be she'd move on to another conversation, and I'd just be like, "Do you remember when we saw that?" Um, so she knows. So we over sort of Christmas break, uh, we went down to the Bahamas for a couple days for vacation, and we had actually just arrived, and we were on the beach. Um, looking out at the water, feeling the warmth, and my wife taps me, and she's like, I think that's an Andy swimsuit. <laughs> and I looked up, and sure enough, there's a woman walking down the beach with her boyfriend or husband, and she appeared to be wearing an Andy. Now, we make sort of classic cuts, right, and so right. it, it's not always obvious that it's an Andy, but it looked exactly like one, same color and everything. So I was like, oh, and I got up, and I started following behind her to look closer <laughs> to see if it was. And she stopped suddenly and turns around like they were going to walk back the uh-huh. other way. I was right there, so there was a little bit of an awkward moment. <laughs> Hi, um, how's hi, it going? Yeah, yeah, just checking out your swimsuit. Um, and so I, I said, like, oh, I love that swimsuit on you. Uh, where, where, where does it come from? And she said, oh, it's from a company called Andy. It's spelled A-N-D-I-E. And I was like... That's so cool! I could like I couldn't I could barely and um she was like did yeah t- did you tell her who you were no I didn't I she she immediately said like yes it's great they have great styles it's only online though which I still sticks with me as like oh interesting um and I said oh th- that's so great I'll go check them out <laughs> she's like okay thanks and like, walked on and and I just like haven't been able to get over that I could not believe that I saw an Andy in the wild just, it's gonna happen more and more it was such a moment and it just made me feel like. It made me feel like my whole life had just come to that <laughs> moment where a woman was on the beach wearing something I'd made. So that was that was awesome. Melanie and the entire Andy team, thank you so much. Thanks for sharing your journey, your story, and how you're forever changing the conversation and experience around swimwear for women. I'm Joseph Ancinelli, CEO of Gladly. Thanks for listening to this episode of Radically Personal. If you enjoyed the podcast, please be sure to subscribe and rate it on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, or visit us at radicallypersonal.com. We'll see you next time.